Wowzers. Such amazing rock music for such a mediocre speech class. Welcome to Speech Class Audio for the week of April 22nd. I think two days ago it was Hitler's birthday. Um, this, you are, um, you're probably tuning into this quicker than normal. Um, if you're one of the five or six people that have never downloaded this, chances are you're going to download this one because it said, uh, there's going to be a, um, the final speech review, uh, is going to be in this, uh, in this audio. And that is true. But before we get to that, just a couple of, uh, housewarming things, uh, does that make sense or potpourri or just kind of clear the air here? Um, for starters, let's talk about the self-evaluation. Uh, the outside evaluation assignment is still due by the end of the semester, and that means it's going to be due by the time of your final exam. But I am pivoting the assignment to be a self-evaluation instead of an outside evaluation. Now, imagine, if you will, I have an assignment where you have to be with a group of individuals. Well, in the era of pan, in the era of coronavirus, that's just not possible. So, what I'd like for you to do is kind of do a self-evaluation paper uh, before the semester ends. Watch one of your recorded videos. Hopefully, you haven't deleted any of them. And it could be the toast. It could be the persuasive speech. It could be the final. And write a page to a page and a half critique of your speech. How was the context of the speech while you spoke? How was your organization and transitions? How was your delivery style and eye contact? How did your voice sound like your rate of speed, your inflection, your inflections like your vocal color? And did your voice project? Um, did you need to change the batteries in your smoke detector? Um, how was your use of evidence and visual aids? And finally, what would make your speech more appealing to an audience? Um, it just has to be a page and a page and a half, and I really want you to do some self-reflection on one of your speeches this semester and tell me how you feel about yourself. Uh, but also, you would just want to do this to, for a good grade. This pa- paper is worth 100 points. Uh, the class is, is worth anywhere between 875 and 900 points, depending on what class you're in. <clears throat> and so this is almost uh, just is a little bit more than a letter grade. So let's just say you do everything perfect the entire semester, and then boom, you don't do this assignment, you have a B. All right? Uh, the paper should be in Times New Roman, 12-point font, double-spaced, and emailed to me anytime before the end of the semester. Don't be that student who just types it into an email and sends it to me. It can't be like that. It has to be an attached paper as if you were submitting something to the English department. All right. <clears throat> so that's good. Uh, and speaking of when the class ends, your class ends at the time of the final exam, okay? So my Saturday class specifically, your class is gonna end sometime like May 7th, 8th, or 9th. I haven't really, I haven't looked at it just yet, but it'll be at nine o'clock on that Saturday, and I don't think it's like later in the teens. I think it's more of like an early in the, in the month uh, final exam. Um, and that's just the nature of the Saturday courses where they're the first ones to go. They ev- they essentially like lose a, a week. Uh, but the rest of you is exactly where it's supposed to be, either Tuesday or Thursday or Monday night for that matter. My Monday night class is very simple. Don't have your paper in by Monday at 6.30, you don't get the 100 points. Or any assignments for that matter. I'm talking about uh, makeup speeches as well or if you want to take the quiz and things like that. So the class ends at the time of the final for my speech classes, okay? 
uh, toe structure. I'm having to give them 40s out of 50s, uh, which is essentially like a B minus if you don't follow the correct structure. And some of you are like literally toasting your children for being great kids or toasting your uh, your significant others for being such a great boyfriends or girlfriends or spouses. And then I had to turn around and say, oh, that's so lovely, but you didn't follow the correct structure. So you get a B minus on this wonderful speech that you just delivered. All right. Really quickly, a toast has to follow the structure of introducing yourself and your connection to the person you're speaking about, thanking the name, thanking the people who are paying for the event. Someone's always paying for it or hosting it or something like that and name them by name. It can't just be my kids or my husband or my mom and dad. Those aren't names. Those are titles, all right? I want the names of the individuals because somebody who's not there and only knows people by names, they don't know who mom and dad are. Number three is you tell a unique story about the person, right? And it can end with some sort of emotion like a laugh or a, oh, that's super sweet. And then you offer some advice, okay? If you do that as an acronym, intro, um, thank, story, and advice... It says, it's a, it's a toast, okay? I'm not going to forget that structure. I love that toast structure. And if you don't nail that toast structure, you're going to get a deduction of points, all right? Oh, super important here. Um, this is a cl- There's a class survey on your Blackboard right now, or it will be eventually by the end of the semester. That is how you're going to evaluate the course for the semester, okay? This is, this is whenever you turn the tables on me and you critique my, uh, my, my speech class, okay? Now, I'm assuming that since half of this semester has been online, you're going to tell them that I did a good job of communicating via email or communicating via Blackboard that I reached out in the event that you missed a couple of classes and I don't feel like I have to be any sort of like coercive or anything like that. I want you to tell the truth about this class and the truth is I have been up on Blackboard, I have been up on grading speeches and any sort of communication issues we've had, we've been able to uh, get through it and most importantly, I have been accommodating, okay? Okay, so all I'm asking you to do is tell the honest truth about the evaluations. And it's not like I, ha- I was selected because of terrible evals or anything like that. It happens for all the classes. You're probably going to have to evaluate six other instructors besides me, okay? When you're evaluating me, make sure you tell the truth. Make sure I was, tell them that I was extremely accommodating and I communicated very well. I don't think there's anything you can say that I did wrong, per se. Maybe I took a little bit of time to grade your speeches, but again, I was grading hundreds of speeches at home, so... If it was busy for you, trust me, it was busy for me. Unfortunately, I can't offer any extra credit for doing those surveys. It's totally up to you. Uh, they expect you to do it because that's how they keep good professors here and bad professors, uh, how they get bad professors out. So essentially, uh, tell the truth. Say, hey, this guy's a good professor. He communicates and he's accommodating, and there you go. And also, if you are if, if you are vindictive and you like give a bad review – Chances are the preponderance of evidence is going to say, yeah, he was good at communicating, and yeah, he was good at accommodating. All right? And I don't think I'm going to have any vindictive people. Maybe Sergio in my 2 o'clock class. Just kidding, Sergio. 
Uh, the last thing I want to talk about before I get to reviewing the final speech is that all the assignments should be up on Blackboard, meaning that whenever you go to the Grade Center on Blackboard for my class, you should have either grades for everything or blanks for everything that you have submitted. So for example, Zoe Cheadle in my Saturday afternoon class, she's done every assignment except for the final speech and it's April 22nd. So if I wake up tomorrow and she sends me her, her, uh, her final speech and I grade it, she's done with the class and it's April 23rd. Okay. That's just the nature of the class uh, of the class that we're in right now. If we were in another classroom, we would be listening to speeches and that would take weeks and weeks of our time and we would end right on time. But now, since you don't have to listen to any other speakers, you can do these assignments whenever you want to. And if you're a smart student, you would be done with my class as soon as you could. And as soon as you turn on all the assignments, you might even want to email me and confirm and say, hey, am I missing any assignments or can you, and this is only if you're like trying to get done super early and I'll send you back an email saying, no, it looks great. Okay. What you all have been waiting for is the review for the final exam speech. All right. Now, as I said on Blackboard, and I probably said this on prior speech class audios, uh, but because of this uh, pandemic and not really having a good um, online uh, test that I want to uh, that I want to give, I'm just going to combine and also needing to have three big speeches for this class to make to be a Higher Learning Commission Illinois course. We're just going to combine the final the, the speech number three with the final exam, and then there you go. Okay, and so it's not really a final exam, it's really a final speech project. And if you, what I want you to do right now is I want you to go to Blackboard and I want you to click on where it says final speech project. And if you really want to, you can follow along. Uh, for classes that don't have this, it's coming up eventually, so you're going to get a head start. But anyways, this class has critiqued your public speaking ability. With this being the final speech, you will not have a chance to improve with me as your critic. Thus, you will be graded on a simple yes or no rubric on the following 15 speaking areas. So what I'm saying here is, is that you're not going to necessarily get a critique from me because I'm not going to be able to see you improve anyways. And so if you look down here and you say you get five points for eye contact is natural and improved, uh, if I just say no, that means you have to improve on that. So you're not going to get a whole critique from me, but you will get something that says, no, here's where you lost points. All right. Let's see. And there's going to be, you're going to be graded on 15 speaking areas and all of these areas combined equal 150. So you'll receive five points for delivering is extemporaneous and there's no reading. Okay. This is a big area that I'd say probably half the students are going to lose points on because they're simply reading. And it starts with your preparation of the outline. If your outline can fit on one page and I promise you it can, then you simply transcribe that outline to note cards and practice five times your delivery is going to be extemporaneous, you're going to have no reading, and you're going to receive those five points. Uh, connected to that is that your eye contact is also natural and improved. You've got to show some improvement between the beginning of the semester and the last end of the semester here in order to get the yes points for this. So make a, make a strong uh, make a strong effort for eye contact so you get those points easy. The body of your speech has three main points, and I'm going to talk about the persuasive nature of this in a few minutes. Uh, but anyways, the body of your speech does have to have three main points, whether it's problem solution advantage or just three main points. Your transitions include pausing and a transition, okay? So imagine if I'm transitioning to the 10 points. I would pause, 
The next thing I'm going to talk about is the 10 points. So do you see what I'm doing there whenever you transition from the intro to the A point, the A to the B, the B to the C, and the C to the closing? And then you meet your time limit of five to seven minutes. Now, some of you are missing this because, you're, because you've emailed me and said, how long is this speech supposed to be? And it's a big speech. It's supposed to be five to seven minutes. So make sure your speech is hitting that mark. And that's a simple yes, no for me. You will receive 10 points for grabbing the attention, connecting the audience, and previewing your main points. So essentially what I'm saying here, this is introduction, is that if you nail your introduction, you're going to get 10 points, all right? You've got to grab the attention of the audience, you've got to connect to the audience, and you've got to preview, preview your main points. Those are exact same thing that we've been talking about since literally day one. Your visual aid, you have to have a visual aid and it has to be effective and with good timing. Now, what is my definition of effective? Well, it assists with a complex idea. This has been the definition for visual aids all along is that it has to assist with a complex idea in the body of the speech. If you do those two things, you'll get 10 points. Three pieces of evidence with verbal citations, including dates, okay? So you need to have the according to Joy Reid in a Washington Post article on February 13, 2020, and then whatever the salient piece of information is. This is no different. Be sure you include the dates, okay? Your closing review um, has to review the main points and have a concluding statement along with a, an effective transition, okay? So just make sure you're transitioning. Every time you move from a part of speech or a main point, have some pausing there. And in your conclusion, you've got to review the main points and you've got to have a concluding statement. And then overall, is this appealing to the audience? Honestly, if you make an effort and eye contact, I'm going to give you 10 points there. Ooh, I'm speaking so fast. How long have we went? Going on 13 minutes. Alrighty then. We have 15 points left. Excuse me. And we have the persuasive topics. Anyways, you will receive 15 points for your outline is formatted correctly and on time. Again, if it's formatted correctly, it means that it has the format on the sample outline, the sample speaking outline uh, on Blackboard, as it's always been, and uh, you're following like the, the intro body conclusion uh, standards, it's turned in on time, and the format is correct, okay? If it's slightly formatted wrong, I'll still probably give you 15 points as long as it's on time and it looks like a good effort. If, but if you have just very little words on there, or you have nothing but words, like it's like every single word you say, you're going to lose 15 points there, all right? You've got to have a speaking outline. Your bibliography is formatted correctly and on time. It's very simple. It's got to look like MLA or APA. It can't just be www.expedia.com. I mean, that doesn't have an author. That doesn't have a date. It doesn't have anything. Uh, your recording includes speaker with note cards behind the podium, okay? So here's here's where the rubber meets the road here in regards to you presenting yourself with a makeshift podium, and I can see your entire uh, speaking performance so I can grade your posture and your gesturing, okay? Um, you can get extra credit for having some audience members, but again, just set up the, set up the context as best you can so you can get these easy 15 points. Two more. Voice is projected well with proper inflection, so you have a very strong voice. It's projected. You, I can hear you, and um, and you have lots of vocal color in your voice. And last but not least, uh, the rate of your speed is very conversation-like with very few ums. I'm not going to say that I have like a stratification on who has 
lots of ums and who has who does not have lots of ums. But if they're very noticeable to me, then I'm probably going to say, yeah, lose some points there. Okay? Those last 15 points there, those are all very easy. And all you got to do is essentially show up with your outline and bib, and you should have what? What is that? 75 points? Super easy. All right. When it comes to the topics, there's one thing that I want to make sure everyone knows. You don't have to do every single one. In fact, if you go back to the um, if you go back to the page, it now says please select either side of one of the following persuasive topics. The United States should pass a universal basic income. Marijuana is safer than alcohol. Artificial intelligence is the biggest threat to mankind. Donald Trump should be removed from Twitter. Kanye West is the most influential rap artist in history. The Second Amendment does more harm than good. Kobe Bryant has had a bigger cultural impact on LeBron James and the United States should abolish its southern border. The degree of difficulty for this speech is a little bit more than the informative and persuasive because I'm forcing your hand on what topics that you can talk about. But remember that even though there's three, six... I could have swore there was nine topics on here. Understand that there's actually 18 topics because you can take the opposing side. Now... A lot of you have been asking for the structure, and this is why it's a final exam, and you've got to be following the uh, structure correctly. Listen right now. If it says, if it's a policy where it's recommending a course of action, and I see that at least three of these speeches have that, then you've got to follow a problem-solution-advantages format, and if you don't, you could lose points. In fact, I think you'd lose five points. If your topic does not recommend a course of action, like for example, marijuana is safer than alcohol, then you do three points that lead to a conclusion and it turns into your fact slash value speech. If you still don't understand what I'm talking about, review the fact, value, and policy portion of this class. It was in the persuasive chapter, okay? Did you take good notes? But essentially, if either you're debating whether something's true or false and you're comparing two things that are alike in nature, there's no policy recommendation, so you wouldn't do that. And if you did, you lose points. If you're telling them to recommend a course of action, like let's just say Donald Trump should be removed from Twitter, that's going to be a problem-solution-advantages format, and you'll be graded upon that, okay? I think that's about it, all right? As always, if you have any questions, email me at jason.edgar at morton.edu or jedgar, spelled the way it sounds, 1982 at gmail.com. I promise you I will answer your questions. All right. You know what I should do next week? I should have like um, students uh, email me with questions. And if you say you want me to talk about it on speech class audio, I will. But if uh, but if I just get like emails throughout the week, almost like a listener request kind of thing, then I'll read your question, but I won't necessarily say who you are, okay? But if you say I don't mind being on the audio, then I'm going to put your name up there, okay? Cool. Oh, what else? another thing I was going to say, and I'll just conclude with this, is that it does not look like we're going to be having face-to-face classes for this semester ever again, which means it's kind of sad, right? Like we didn't really be able to have like a proper goodbye. None of these classes ever have really a proper goodbye anyways, because you just take the final exam and you just say, all right, bye, enjoy the rest of your life. But this semester specifically, like we were having all a good time and then suddenly, boom, we're never going to see each other again. So, uh, 
if uh, you know if you're here for the summer or you're here in the fall, please swing by anytime and say hi. My office is three three zero B three thirty B. Some of you I'm going to see anyways because I've said uh, I've said you've probably done a good enough job to earn some sort of a debate credit waiver, and uh, and so you're probably going to be on the debate program next semester anyway. If you're interested in being on the debate program and you have pretty good grades for this class, email me and say I'm, I'm interested in, uh, in in being on the debate program, and you can actually get college credit for it. So. Um, I wasn't even really going to talk about that, so I'm really kind of just kind of like rambling now. So again, if you have any questions, email me, and be sure, especially over the next few weeks, be sure to lose your fear and find your voice.